Alrighty, everybody. Good morning. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Happy Sunday. Hopefully everybody uh, enjoyed their Thanksgiving. And uh, it was a lot of football. Uh, some of it was pretty bad. Uh, some of it was pretty historic. I thought the uh, butt fumble couldn't be, uh, I guess, couldn't be <laughs> superseded. But uh, the Jets found a way on a uh, Hail Mary return interception and mercifully putting the end to any possibilities that that team can go to the playoffs. Wiz, how you doing? Yeah, doing uh, doing well. Thanksgiving games were interesting, to say the least. Um, the Friday game, you know, I guess with the exception of the Lions game and the Packers, kind of unexpected, um, as a lot of people thought. We had a great uh, Thanksgiving Day podcast. We went 5-0. and um, You like the Lions and Packers over. You like the 49ers. <clears throat> I like the, um, the double on um, on Debo, over rushing, over receiving. I got lucky with the Dolphins. Jets over. I mean, I like the over. I couldn't explain before the game how I really thought it was going to go over, but it was just one where I thought the Dolphins, with their offense, had come down such a range. I talked about that down to 41-40 it actually went down to. And um, it's tough how to figure out how the game went over, even after watching the game. But 5-0 uh, and for us on that. And then not only that, um, when it was announced that Lazard uh, was declared inactive, you and I had separate thoughts on two different players. Uh, I played uh, your idea, you played my idea, and we hit uh, Conklin over receiving yards and Jason Brownlee over <laughs> nine and a half receiving yards as well, which they drafting thankfully put up at the very, very last second. But uh, it, it was, uh, for us and people listening, it was a, a really terrific, uh, we had some terrific ideas, I think. Yeah, yeah fun stuff as always. Um, I, you you wonder, Wiz, with that game on Friday, You know, just think about it. That game was 10-6 before that silly play. Ten to six, that game was. I, I, you know, and I thought, I thought Miami kind of looked disjointed. Look, we're not going to say anything positive about the Jet offense because there's nothing positive to to kind of say about it. Uh, but it was a ten six game at halftime. Who knows what could have happened in the second half had that play not not occurred? But just you know, it'll go down in history um, as as one of the most boneheaded situations that we've seen uh, in football. About this, think about the guy <clears throat> that bets under 40 and a half in that game, right? It's 10 nothing. The Dolphins call a timeout to get the ball back at their own like 20, 25 yard line. A minute and change to go in the first half. Guy goes and he gets his leftover turkey sandwich and stuffing from the night before. He comes back two minutes later and there are two touchdowns on the board. He throws an interception, a pick six. To, for the Jets to make it uh, ten to six, and then <clears throat> then the a miss, missed missed extra point. <laughs> yeah, missed extra point. Then he throws another interception near midfield with two seconds to go, which allows Boyle an opportunity to throw a, a hail mary, which gets returned for a hundred yards. Oh boy, yeah, you know I you know I had the over, but for the people that had the under, wow. That's a, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's it's tough. tough. It certainly is. It certainly is. But, uh, you know, I want to try to talk a little bit less about the Jets because they, they don't they really don't deserve it to be in the discussion at this point in time. But uh, 
a lot of interesting football coming up this weekend. Uh, it's crunch time in fantasy as you're kind of jostling for playoff positions. It comes down to fine lines between your decisions, between who to start, which, which kicker to start, which defense to start, you know, who to play. Uh, I, I think there are a lot of interesting decisions. Uh, you, you have a number of teams coming off of bye weeks. Uh, in addition, uh, you know, I just took notice was just looking at the game. You have four games that are right around 35 for over-unders. Uh, this has been some challenging year for offense in the NFL. I think s- somewhere around 62% of NFL games have come under this year, Was I don't know if you saw that, but I, I think I last read that. It was before last week. Uh, I'm sure that's kind of stayed in that wheelhouse. Uh, but, yeah, th- that, that's the situation as we head into week number 13. Sorry, week number yeah, week number. 12 Sunday. Sorry about that. Week number 12 Sunday. Jump, Jumping the gun here a little bit. So, anyway. And, uh, yeah, and I mean, to your point about the unders, it's even uh, more skewed with the primetime games towards the under. Um, that, that that percentage is just incredible <clears throat> with uh, the disparity between which games have gone under and over. But um, are you ready to get to the picks? I am ready to get to the picks with some... Uh... Right, why don't you take us out with games... Unders and oversides that you like, I'm very, very uh, limited with the games that I like this week. So why don't you talk about what you like this week? I have two games that I like, and I've got, I think, six uh, player props that I like. So the two games... Right, so just talk about the games first. Okay. Uh, one, one of the lines is on, on the move. Uh, I put the bet on at one and a half. It's down to one. Uh, I... I like the Texans at home, Wiz. I kind of like the Texans at the start of the season. I thought they were going to be a better team. I bet the win over under at the start of the season, a five and a half, that hit last week. Uh, Demeco Ryans has uh, definitely got this team going in the right direction. Both sides of the ball, they're playing well. Uh, I know with ten- I know what Jacksonville did last week against Tennessee, but overall, uh, there's been a lot of lackluster performances here. I think there's going to – I don't know. I mean, I – I, I feel like you ask most people what do you think is going to happen in this game. The, the lean would be Jacksonville. Obviously, the line is moving in favor of the Texans at this point in time. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go on my gut here. Wiz, I like the momentum. Uh, this is a big game in the division. Uh, the team that wins this game will take hold of that division, the AFC South. But I'm going with the Texans getting one. It was one and a half when I put it on last night. Uh, the other one I like, kind of an obscure one, Wiz, where Tampa Bay is going to Indianapolis. The over-under, I have taken notice as well, has moved. I put this on at 44 and a half. It is up to 45 and a half. And I'm taking the over in the Indianapolis tennis, uh, uh, Indianapolis-Tampa Bay game, Wiz. So those are the two games that I'm looking at this week. Yes, I was. I mean, I, I never had any view at any point on the Jags Texan game. I, I, obviously, I wish you luck with that one. I was looking at the um, the, the Colts Buccaneers over as well. I did notice that on forty five and a half. That was the type of game that I liked towards the over. Uh, it involves one of my player props. And then the thing that just held me off, and <clears throat> I, I've read since that it's not such a big deal, but Rashad White. <clears throat> something happened with his knee, it, like stiffened up on him, and uh, he, he it looks like he's a full go, and uh, they say there's nothing to worry about. But the, if there's anything that, you know, made me give me a little bit of pause pause for that game, it, it was that. But <clears throat> if I'm going to play that game, it certainly would be the over. 
as well. I have one you know, you, you know what I look at, yeah. listen again, and, and maybe I'm maybe I'm overthinking this, but uh, you know, he, here's Indianapolis. They come off a bye week. I think Josh Downs will be healthier this week. We know Jonathan Taylor's playing well. I think there's some injuries up front uh, for Tampa Bay, number one, and Tampa Bay hasn't been able to stop the pass. Uh, so I, I expect some something out of that passing offense uh, for Indianapolis in this particular game. Uh, the one thing that 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 I am kind of comfortable with is the fact that Indianapolis is the one team that was able to put some points up on that Cleveland defense. Uh, so anyway, that's kind of the way I'm viewing it. I I, I kind of see that as and, and the Colt defense is not very good. You know, we know they just let go of Shaq Leonard, so it makes it even more inferior. Uh, so that's kind of my interpretation of that game was. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, like I said, I just you know want to make sure the thing with White is good because a lot of their offense works with him getting that dump off. You know those little dump off passes. Uh, he's he, you know that that's the best part of his game. I think he's a better receiver out of the backfield than he is a true running back in terms of running the ball. But he is an, an important part of that offense. So I'd want to make sure that he's a full goal. But I hear and agree with everything you're saying as far as that total goes my one game today is the new england patriots um this is a bill belichick type of game and i i completely understand we were talking a little bit before we came on that they don't have the same defensive players you know they've had in the past they've had some key injuries this year but that being said his record against rookie quarterbacks the fact that the giants really only have one player for the Patriots to kind of corral in, in Barkley and make the other guys beat him. This is his type of game. And I'll tell you what, this is maybe the only game this year or one of the only games this year, I guess the Jets too, where to me, to me, the Patriots <clears throat> have the better skilled players on offense. Like <clears throat> there's nobody like Barkley on the Patriots, but Stevenson and Elliott are a good combination and I think Demario Douglas is the best pass catcher on the field today. So for those reasons, I'm going to take the Patriots against your beloved Giants and lay four and a half points. That line's also moved, Wiz. It started at three and a half beginning of the week. So that, that line has slowly moved in that direction. But you know, I, I think it's a very fair point. Like I said, we talked a little bit about that game beforehand because I'm trying to figure out which defense to start. And I think part of that has to do with the fact that Bilicek uh, in the past has had great success. Now, of course, he's had Tom Brady to lean on as well, yeah. but he's had great success uh, stifling rookie quarterbacks. So that's that. So uh, I- I'm not going to disagree with anything that you said. And uh, on to player props. Yeah, I love three wide receivers today. They're going to be my focus of player props today. I'm playing them over your receptions and over yards, and I'm feeling – extremely confident about all three of these picks. Um, three wide receivers <clears throat> going over. I'm going to start off with Michael Pittman in the game we just started against Tampa Bay. Um, Tampa Bay has been susceptible to, pa- you know, to, to in the passing game. Um, and I just think this is the type of receiver in this type of game. I'm going to Pittman over six and a half receptions. That's a lot, but I feel good about that. And over his yards, which is, I think, 69 and a half, the last I looked. The second player, almost the same exact receptions and yards. Um, the number one receiver on opposing teams have absolutely killed the Titans this year. Starting from week one 
all the way down. I'm going Adam Thielen over six and a half receptions and over 70 and a half yards. They cannot stop the opposing team's number one receiver, especially these good route runners. I looked at every single one of them that they've played up against, and everyone almost has had at least seven catches and over 100 yards. So I'm loving Adam Thielen today. And my last one is the same type of numbers. Over six and a half receptions, over 73 and a half yards. Today is Stephon Diggs Day. There is no question about it in my mind. Stephon Diggs, over six and a half receptions, over 73 and a half yards receiving. Those three receivers are going to be my focus of player props today, receptions, and yards. I love it. Uh, so certainly uh, I was thinking the same when I was looking at that over in that Indy Tampa game. With that in mind, I definitely agree with you on Pittman. Uh, I, I take note as well as a Thielen owner in a couple of leagues that I, I expect a good game from him. And, Wiz, we do share a common player prop this week. I went with the receptions for Stefan Diggs, six and a half. I believe he'll be a very, very busy man uh, against that Los Angeles Charger. Uh, sorry, against that Philadelphia Eagle uh, secondary, which, by the way, Wiz, I don't know if you've looked at it. You know the Eagles are the worst pass defense team in the league this year? You could be you could you could rest assured. You could rest assured that Stephon Diggs is not going to drop the passes that Justin Watson dropped last week. Yeah. Okay. So and and I don't know if you got a really chance to look at what the Titans have done against uh, opposing. No, I know they're they're, they're they're garbage. <laughs> it is it is been absolutely incredible what the number one opposing receiver has done to them from week one through week eleven. Uh, and considering Thielen's target share, I, I think these three are really almost lead pipe cinches, to be honest with you. Uh, but listen, when it comes to overs, you always have to worry about, especially with receivers, uh, losing the bet because of some kind of you know injury, uh, a guy takes a hit to the head, you know, something along those lines. But assuming these three receivers play the full game today, uh, I'm feeling very, very good about them. So enough of, about my picks. Let's see what you got today. All right, so I love it. Yep, like I said, uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm reciprocating as well with the six-and-a-half digs reception, so I really like that one. So well played. You mentioned Demario Douglas-Wiz. I have bet that player, I think, three consecutive weeks and won money on him, either yards or receptions. I am going with receptions, four-and-a-half receptions. He's been over that. I believe he's been over that three straight weeks. Uh, he is the main pass catcher. A couple of injuries there. Devontae Parker may give it a try today, but you know that's the guy that the that the Patriot. And I agree, he's the best pass catcher on the field. So four and a half catches for Demario Douglas. I am not going to stop playing Tank Dell until I get burned. His lines are moving up the right way. 63 and a half yards receiving. I'm going over 63 and a half yards receiving. Uh, I think Barkley's going to have to catch the ball out of the backfield with, so I'm going over 21 and a half receiving yards. So that's Barkley. That's my fourth one. Uh, the fifth one, I think Russell Wilson will have to move around with that Cleveland uh, front seven kind of keeping him busy. 20 and a half rushing yards for Russell Wilson. I'm going over there. And the last one's kind of an obscure one on Monday night, but Dante For uh, Deontay Foreman is out for the Chicago Bears. It'll be Herbert and Rashawn Johnson. Uh, Darrington Evans was picked up by uh, who picked him? The Dolphins, I believe, picked him up. So it's it's Rashawn Johnson and 
Khalil Herbert, who's coming off of an injury. Uh, last week, Herbert touched the ball 19 times. Uh, Foreman cut, touched the ball seven times, four touches for Rashawn Johnson. I think Rashawn Johnson gets maybe 10 to 12 touches in this game. I like over 33 and a half rushing and receiving yards for Rashawn Johnson this week, was on Monday night. Yeah, and they've been, you know, down, they're really down to two running backs, and I've noticed that they really trust Rashawn Johnson in pass protection, which he was very, very good at in college, uh, and they and they kind of trust him there. So to have that player on the field, you know, in a two-minute drill, third downs, if they happen to be trailing, if that game script uh, is that way, I think uh, I think that one, um, you know, makes uh, makes sense. Um, yeah, so very interesting ones. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it pans out for us today. Yeah, I have one other one, Wiz, that I'm waiting for a line to drop on. Uh, and so last year, Greg Dortch was kind of like a favorite in um, mid-season of last year, or early season last year, where he was off to a really good start for Arizona. This is before Russell. Uh, so this is before Kyler Murray got hurt. Uh, last week, no Michael Wilson. Uh, I think we're waiting to hear if Marquise Brown, he's got a hurt heel, but it looks like he's going to play. I know, I know Rondell Moore had that long touchdown, but that's the only catch that he had in the game. It was a 48-yard bomb. He had one other rush. Uh, Greg Dortch was on the field 80% of the time last week. Uh, there's no line right now currently. I know Trey McBride and uh, James Conner are going to catch the ball uh, from their respective positions, but... If I see a Greg Dortch line that's somewhere in, I don't know, high 20s to low 30s uh, in terms of receiving yards, which I think is kind of where that line would come out, uh, I'm going to be playing that whiz. It's not out yet. I don't see it. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I don't know if you feel anything about the player. But he had a big game last week. Uh, I think he had six or seven catches, 70-something yards. And he was on the field 80% of the time. And I take note of the fact that Marquise Brown not 100% and no Mike Wilson. Yeah, I was. I've been looking <clears throat> this morning at the Arizona pass catches. And none of them are up. I, I think the only one I saw was James Conner. <clears throat> um, they're saying that Marquise Brown is probably going to play, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, Dutch in these type of situations has uh, has played very well given the opportunity. Yep. So just a note: it's not out yet, but I'm keeping an eye for that. So. That's it for me, Wiz. Uh, I don't have anything more to add. Uh, enjoy uh, the football today. Uh, we're going to talk next week again. Nice job on Thursday. And uh, we'll try to keep it rolling uh, this coming Sunday and slash Monday. So big games, big games again. Playoff implications in the NFL. Playoff implications fantasy. So good luck to everyone. Good luck to you, Wiz. And uh, we will talk next week. You did, you did the same. I appreciate it.